Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Advisors, LLC, GA, and or their investment advisor representatives. This is Ready, Aim, Retire with Rob Curvin from Advanced Planning Advisors, Inc. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rob provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here's Ready, Aim, Retire with your host, Rob Curvin. Welcome folks to another episode of Ready, Aim, Retire. Rob Curvin here with Tony Shore as usual. Uh, Tony, how are we doing on this uh, on this day today as we're getting closer to the uh, Christmas season? Oh, it's a great day. I've had, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say 27 cups of coffee oh, already. Wow. Today, this Duh. morning. So uh, I had a lot of coffee getting ready for the show. I'm excited. I know you have a big topic. We've got a lot to cover, but I've been super, I don't know what it is, Rob. I've been super busy crazy running around with kids getting ready for the holidays trips and then work how about you are you keeping busy same thing yeah it's awesome this time of the year is fantastic so it it is busy you know but uh, but you know it's kind of a fun busy getting the tree you know decorating it you know you know cruising around i'm not a big shopper so um you know so i leave that to natalie but uh um, but no, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. It's been a little colder than I'd like, but you know, whatever. You know, the Bears, awesome. they're doing pretty good, you know, so. Um, yeah, well, they're doing better than my Vikings, my I goodness. will admit. Uh, oh, they're gosh. doing a lot better, in fact. The yeah. Bears the Bears look pretty good. If they can put it all together and just be cons- have, have some consistent games, they could do it. Oh, yeah, we're doing it. We're going all the way. All right. Um, all I'd, right. Like to, I'd like to see it, honestly. <laughs> I, I, I Better you than the Packers. Hey, right? don't hey, don't believe him, folks. He's he's like a diehard Vikings fan. He would not want to see the Bears do anything good. I'm just going <laughs> to tell you, Tony's a good guy, but let's just let's call it how it is. But uh, yeah, I am a huge Vikings fan. So what are we talking about today? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through retirement milestones because as you, you know, even in life, you go through and there's different milestones, different things that come about. Whether it's the birth of your first child, you get married, you know the. Uh, kids going to college. There's just so many different milestones. But then, you know, as you're coming into retirement or getting where you're thinking about retirement or, geez, what is the, how does that frame out? There's different milestones that I think you should be aware of when you're planning for your retirement. That's That sounds good. So whether we're in retirement or just preparing for it, uh, it's important to have a plan. Uh, I know you're always harping on getting a plan in place. And I know that having a retirement plan is probably the first milestone you need to meet is actually having a plan, right? Yeah, that's totally. And I think it's one of the largest milestones, right? The, uh, you know, everything's important, but when you're planning this, um, I think it's, I think it's really important to, um, you know, just to make sure you you check some boxes. Like you're going to have to make decisions, Tony, on, Hey, a, when do you want to retire? When's the best time to claim your social security? You know, how does that make sense? How much money or income you'll need in retirement? How are you going to spend your time in retirement? And what legacy would you live, you know, would you like to leave behind, you know, for loved ones, if any, you know, and, and, and these are the kinds of things that um, if you start planning ahead of time, you're going to be able to make sure that all the, all these ducks are in a row. If you don't, 
you're going to miss a few of these. There's it just it's just too hard to do. You, you can't do retirement planning, um, you know, quote unquote, on the fly. It just it just doesn't happen. No, no. So to get started with having a plan. How do you help people, Rob, determine when they should retire? I think that was the first point on your list to have a plan. So how do we figure out when the right time is? So I guess the when it comes to uh, retirement ages, it's solely dependent on the perfect the person's specific needs and you know and kind of what they're what they're trying to do. When we're doing planning, it's interesting, Tony, that I'll have so many people that you know, uh, I'll give you a generalization and say, you know what, I'm going to retire at, at 65 because that's when I get my Medicare. And, you know, that's what I've always kind of thought in my head. But then you do some planning and you realize, geez, you know what, for, for the income need that you that that you uh, require. And if we do things like, you know, maximizing our Social Security, we run reports like that that are able to kind of pick out the best times to maximize it uh, and see, you know, which makes sense. And, and, you know, doing it right, you might increase your benefits by up to 32%. So there's there's those kinds of things. But when you, um, you'd be, you know, to get back on track, I lost my train of thought there. I'm trying to check all these boxes, Tony. It's very, very difficult <laughs> in, my, in this new radio format. But uh, uh, yes. Um, but anyways... I've had people that, you know, they were planning on 65. We made the numbers work at 63. Now, let me ask you, if the numbers work, Tony, and it was going to be everything that you want, that you envisioned in your retirement, and the income was going to be what you what you needed, when would you rather retire? Would you rather retire at 63 or 65? Well, that's a that's a super hard question. 63. <laughs> Isn't it though? Right. Yeah. And, yeah, and, no, it's not a hard question at all. 63. You'd be surprised at how many people come in um, and sometimes they're past that mark, and we said, "Geez, you could have retired a few years ago." But some of them, you know, the the, the biggest mistakes I see when we're when we're planning for the the actual age of when they should retire is some people take too little income, and some people take too much. And finding that balance and saying, "Hey, if you take the right amount of of income, sixty three is your magic number. If you're going to take more." You know, than than you actually need. Maybe it's sixty eight. You know, so that's a balancing act that you have to do. And if you're you're doing it on your own, great. If you're with uh, have a spouse, you know, talking about it together and kind of really finding that number, which I'm going to tell you, Tony, is very very difficult to do. Sometimes it can take us literally uh, up to two years before we really nail that number down. Because let's face it, folks, you retire every day is a Saturday. You know, what do you do on Saturdays? You, you're out and about, you're doing stuff. And there's lots of things on your list that you want to make sure you check off. So, um, you know, th- that is definitely a moving target. Um, but when we sit down with people, we try to kind of narrow that in using different tools. Mm. Well, and I know that you have a lot of different tools and strategies to help people do that and, and figure out the right time. So once somebody's determined when they want to retire and claim their Social Security benefit, How do you help them fill that need for income? Obviously, I I think it's pretty common that Social Security isn't going to be enough to cover our expenses in retirement, right? Right. Unfortunately, not. You know, uh, you know, for most people, I would say, uh, you know, definitely not. But uh, when it comes to the whatever that shortfall is, I call it your income gap. You know, and and what that basically means is, hey, you know what? Let's say your Social Security is giving you $36,000 a year, but you need 48. So you got an income gap of $12,000. So how do you fill that? And if you don't have a pension, if you're not lucky enough to have that, then you got to do it based on what you've saved. Now, there, now Tony, I'm, there's many, many ways you can do that. 
You can do that by withdrawing from your investment accounts. You might have it, you know, that that income set aside in in things like bond ladders or, or low volatility uh, managed accounts. Uh, other ways that that are very very popular, uh, you know, with people or is getting, uh, you know, creating your own pension using a fixed indexed annuity. And, and what that is 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 that's basically a contract with an insurance company. And what they do is they say, Tony, you know what? If you give us X, we'll guarantee you that twelve thousand um, dollars, you know, for the rest of your life. So we're trying to, uh, you know, make sure that we hit that baseline income. So if we had our thirty-six thousand, we want to have something, uh, whether it's a, a bond ladder or a fixed index annuity, something that's going to give us give us the twelve thousand. And the reason a lot of people lean towards um, the fixed index annuity when they're when they're talking about income is is that can protect against those market downturns. You know the the benefit of the of having the annuity in, inside of your portfolio as one of your financial products. I can't stress that enough, folks. Um, I have a lot of people come in here. They have you know you know three quarters of their portfolios in annuities because of the safety aspect and the income aspect. I don't I don't I personally do not recommend that. I like balance. You know, so to me, it's one of the arrows in in your quiver. And, and what we like to do is just make sure we cover that income gap using using something like that because there is things you have to keep in mind, Tony. When you're, when you're talking annuities, and I'm gonna focus on this for a second because I think it's very, very important for people to understand uh, because there's a lot of misinformation, but you, the trade-off between getting that guaranteed income from, for as long as you live, it can be things like there can be annual you know income rider fees or contract fees. There could be surrender charges if you have to get out early. You know, early in, uh, withdrawals can affect some of the death benefits down the road. You know, so these are things that you have to keep in mind, and that's why when you deal with a fiduciary like myself, where we're obligated to act in the best interest of our clients, we discuss these things through. We don't just say this is the only way to do it. There's there's always more one way to do the same thing. It's it's a matter of comfort level, and from my experience, I found that a lot of people are comfortable. Uh, with that, you know, with the, the fixed index annuities as their income source. Now, sure, my clients would tell you, uh, you know, most people would tell you that know me, you know, for growth and and mo- making those assets grow for down the road and, and for future, you know, the the market is the way that that, that mar- you know money grows over time, and and sure. then we can focus on that. Sure, it, it just and it just depends on a lot of factors, like how much money you have, what your time horizon is, what your health is like. And for certain people, fixed index annuities are uh, one of the best things that they could do right, uh, as right. far as creating a retirement income. The principal is always guaranteed, and guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the insurance company that's issuing the annuity or life insurance policy. Uh, so that's a good thing. I would count that on the positive side. Uh, but then you have to look at it's like a 401k or an IRA in that you can't withdraw before the age of 59 and a half mm-hmm. or you get that IRS 10% penalty. So it works just like almost any other retirement account um, and you have to pay taxes when you withdraw. So it's like a tax deferred account, right? It is. It is. And, and, and all of those things you just mentioned, Tony, um, you know, those are all things that you have to you have to be aware of and you have to discuss. But I can tell you, like, you know, a high percentage of our clients, they do have one of these in their portfolio for income. And you know, it's easy because, you know, we're sitting here, you know, mid-December um, and the market, you know, through from October on has been a volatile, volatile place, you know. Ooh, and, it's and, gotten uh, really bad as of late. Yeah. Really bad. And and the, 
you know, and we're long-term investors, but geez, if you were pulling money out of your accounts every month as the market's going down, you're, you're kind of almost double dipping yourself. That's where something like this makes a lot of sense. So you don't worry about the day-to-day -day yeah. of the market. You know the money's coming in your account no matter what happens in the market. That's a big, that's a big plus. Sure. So uh, moving on from that now, how does having a plan for ways to spend your time in retirement, like a lifestyle plan or your legacy plan, how does that affect the overall retirement plan we're talking about? Well, in addition, like, like people focus on the money a lot and, you know, how much money I'm going to need in retirement. But you also want to plan your retirement life. Like, what's that going to frame out at? And, and, and I'm going to tell you, you know, whether that's going to be, you know, continuing a new trade, starting a language, doing a project, you know, uh, you know, a lot of people plan trips, and, you know, and things of, of this nature. But you need a purpose in retirement. You got to find your purpose. Getting involved in your community is a, is, is a great way to interact with people and to give back. Yep. But I'm going to tell you, uh, I have clients that you know. I always say you got you need something to plan and you need you need something to look forward to. Those are my two secrets to success in retirement. So if you have something that you're planning, uh, it, that can be as simple as planning to meet you know meet Tony for lunch on Thursday. Yep. Uh, and I got something to look forward to you know, down the road of, hey, we're doing this big trip or the grandkids are coming, whatever the case may be, those two will provide happiness and longevity in your retirement because I have clients that don't do that and they do not have what I would consider, you know, a fantastic retirement, something that you've worked for your entire life. So right. I would definitely do that. I would definitely say that. And I would say, you know what, growing older is inevitable, but how you spend this time uh, is 100% up to you and you're in control. You know, you're, yep. you're finally in control of this and having a great plan in place and working with somebody that, you know, that we continually adjust this plan, I think is, is the first step in something like this. Yeah, I think that's huge. So what about having a legacy plan? I know we've talked about that on other shows and it seems to be very important. That's something people avoid talking about, isn't it? Well, it, it is. It's one of those things. I'll tell you, when I first sit down with people, um, a lot of people, they, they, you know, they, hey, Rob, we got this, this, and this. And guess what? We, we've, uh, you know, we've helped our kids with school and they've done great. And, you know, uh, you know, so we, we have no intention of leaving anything to them. I'm like, oh, okay. That's no, that's no problem. And, and I'm going to tell you probably 80% of the people that come in my office say this. Um, but what's the plan? Once, once they know where the money's coming from and how the plan looks, because nobody really knows when they come in my office, they don't really know. They say, Hey, I have X amount of dollars saved, but they don't know what that means. You know, what does that mean for me? Does that mean I'm right. going to be getting, you know, you know, money in retirement? How do I get money in retirement? So once they think, once that plan comes into place and we provide a compass and an income forecast and we keep updating that within a few years anyway, maybe even sooner, legacy becomes very important, Tony. They're like, you know what? Well, we want to make sure let's talk about college planning, you know, for my grandkids. You know, we'd really like to leave money for and people do that. And the reason people wait till that point, I find is because they want to see what life really looks like and how does that actually frame out. So it's important that everyone, regardless of their position, you know, whatever you socked away financially, it's nice to leave a legacy for for your loved ones. You know, it, 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 you it, like I said, it's either for your children, grandchildren. I have people leave money to chair to charities and colleges and things like that. But but it does take going through and checking these boxes as far as the planning goes to make sure. Um, that you're comfortable. And once you're right. comfortable, you will do that. Yeah. I think that makes perfect sense. Now, uh, let's go on to another retirement milestone. I think we've covered creating a retirement plan, which is the first milestone. But before we go to the next one, 
Um, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you, Rob. I know you're more than happy to sit down and talk with them, set up a complimentary consultation, but how do they do that? How do they do that? Just give us a call uh, anytime, 630-780-1099. If it's after hours, I know a lot of people listen to my podcast on the weekends or you know as they're driving to, you know, to, to and from work. Uh, just, leave, just leave your information. Leave your name and your phone number. We'll have someone from the office get a hold of you, have you come on in. Come on in for, you know, a half hour, 45 minutes, and we'll, we'll kind of talk through these things together, you know, and see, you know, hey, what are we looking, what are you trying to do? You have no obligation. There's, you know, there, there's, you, you come in, get the information, and maybe that'll help you. you know, whether we see you again in, in a week or whether we see you again in five years, at sure. least get that information. Yeah, that sounds great. Okay, give that phone number and web address one more time. Sure, 630-780-1099. And you can go to our website at www.apadvisors.net. All right. Sounds good. Now, uh, to start us off uh, for this second segment, what's another retirement milestone that you help your clients with? Well, you know what? The clients that I have that are that are just turning 50, Tony, a lot of them don't realize that, that it, once you turn 50, you can start making what's called a catch-up contribution to many retirement plans, like a 401k, 403b, 457, uh, IRA, you're allowed to do it. And what, what that means is, is these plans allow you to put, once you're over 50, to put more money in. You know, so you're able to put like, you know, extra, you know, and they just actually did it for the Roth IRA this year with the new tax code. So you're able to put a few more dollars in. Those little, those are little perks to turning 50. There's not yep. a ton of perks turning 50, but those are one of them, <laughs> you know? Those are a couple. Oh, don't I know it. Well. Um, <laughs> Uh, I know another milestone. The next one's probably when you turn 59 and a half years of age, right? You're right. You're right. And that's and that's a pretty simple one, too, that, that then you can, you know, withdraw money from your IRA without having to pay that, that 10% early withdrawal penalty that you mentioned earlier, Tony. Sure. Um, and also... This is a, this is another big one because we do obviously a lot of retirement planning and sometimes we have people in here, uh, you know, before the age of fifty nine and a half. They're fifty five. They're fifty, and they have four hundred one k accounts. Well, well, uh, most times I would say ninety nine percent of the time or ninety eight percent of the time you can't move that four hundred one k if you're still working at the, at that employer until you're right. fifty nine and a half, and then you know the door is open at 59 and a half then you can really create a retirement plan because you can roll your 401k over into your own IRA which will allow you to start doing some really really uh, finite planning that's going to help you you know down the road so that's a real real big one that you're all, you know you're able to start rolling over 401ks and 403bs and things like that right and i think that's that's really really important to understand how that all works though and now a really popular milestone you hear about this one a lot is when you turn 62, right? Sure, and and that's another and another one of those dates. But 62 is the earliest that you qualify to take Social Security currently. Um, do most people do it then? No. Um, you know what? What are the pros and cons of taking it at 62? And and one of the biggest cons is if you're working, there will be holdbacks and things like that. If you're not working. And, and, and that's, you know, that number works for you and you, you've done some planning and that's the spot. Great. Um, you know, you know, I would say most people that, that we work with would, it would, they'd be taking that, you know, north of 65, but you know, everyone's sure. different. Sometimes the numbers, if the numbers work, the numbers work, you know, there's, sure. there's no denying that tone. Yeah. And obviously, uh, I mean, we've talked about this one a lot, uh, so we don't need to go into it in detail, but 
you're saying uh, social security has a huge impact on your retirement plan. So you really don't want to just, oh, I'm going to take it as soon as I can because that way I'll get more money. That's not necessarily the way it works, is it? I would say it rarely works like that. You know, so if you, if you have, if you actually have a financial plan and you actually have an income forecast, uh, we run a, you know, a social security maximization report. And, and what we do with that is that just gives us a really good idea of the best times, the worst times, and kind of everywhere in between. Before, and then we can make an informed, uh, well thought out decision. But many of our clients don't take it at 62. And we have many that retire before the age of 60, Tony. You know, you know, the, but they don't really take it, a lot of them, until later on. And the reason is they may have assets that they can rely on. They might have savings, retirement accounts, financial you know, accounts. And we'll sometimes withdraw from some of those for a little bit and allow that Social Security to keep on growing. You know, because sure. it gets every year you don't take it, it gets bigger. You know, f- you know, from sixty-two to sixty-six and sixty-six to seventy, you know, it gets bigger every year. But you know, you can't just defer it forever because you know it gets bigger because there is, um, you know, ramifications to that too. And again, give us a call. Come on in. Give us a call at six three zero seven eight zero ten ninety nine. Come on in. We'll, I'll walk you through the entire that that entire process because I think it's very very important to long term financial planning success. All right. Well, I, my next question was going to be uh, how you determine when people should claim their Social Security, but I think you've covered it. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to the next milestone after 62. Okay. Let me guess. I, I bet I can guess this one, too. So you're at 62. The biggest one that everybody talks about, and a lot of people say, oh, this is when I need to retire, is 65. Is that the next one? And everyone thinks they need to retire there because that's when they get Medicare. Ah, right? yes. Medicare. Right. So again, I, I point I put the question to you earlier, Tony. Geez, if the numbers worked, and, and when I said that the numbers work, I'm well aware that you don't get Medicare at 63. But I'm also right. well aware that if the numbers work, most people would rather be retired at 63, you know, you know, versus 65. But once you do get to 65, that is a magic number, and they'll guarantee health insurance, you know, over the over that age. Now, Lots of information on Medicare, but I want, I'm, I'm going to give you a, just a quick little overview on it. Um, it's divided into four parts, so you get A, B, C, and D. Uh, I actually refer people out, Tony, to to a great firm, um, you know, you know, in the Oak Brook area, which is not far from where I'm at, and they specialize in Medicare. You know, so they they they, they help our clients out in that in that aspect. But there are four parts. Um, the four these four parts they're in. in in subdivisions into two categories. So the original Medicare is the A and B, and then they have the additional coverage. So if you're if you're 65, you're gonna get inundated with things from AARP and Blue Cross and Aetna and, and whoever else is selling Medicare supplements because they want to sell you the additional coverage. The, the C and the D are the you know, then there's there's a few other ones that, that really cover into you know overall care, but but those ones you know you have prescriptions and you have um, uh, you know, hospital visits and, and, and you know, hospital stays, sorry, and, and things like that. And those are the ones you pay for. And again, sure, this is a big one too, Tony, because you want to make sure that you're dealing with somebody that knows this stuff, you know, that, that understands. Not just somebody, <clears throat> you know, that, that comes into your house because you mailed it, you know, they, the, uh, there was a postcard mailed out. Make sure this is all part of your plan. Make sure that every piece is talking. Don't go lone wolf on this because everything should be, you know, uh, you know, kind of on the same wheel, if you will. So you, so Medicare, 
uh, is a big part of overall retirement planning mm -hmm. and the way you help people determine what Medicare coverage option they should is you look at where they're at and then you work alongside, you work together with this firm that specializes in Medicare and they help your clients uh, make sure that they understand Medicare and get the best possible Medicare coverage because uh, I think a big misconception about Medicare mm -hmm. is that it's free. Oh, once I turn 65, I get free health care, so then I can retire. Right. Uh, but it's not free. There's still no. premiums and there's still deductibles and there's still parts of it that you're going to have to pay for. So, 100%. And we've done, you know, we, we've talked about this in, in, in the past as well, and I know we'll cover it again, uh, especially around open enrollment. We always like to talk about Medicare. But let's move on to the next milestone. So we covered 65 which is when you're eligible for Medicare. Uh, what's the next one? I, I hear people mention 66. Uh, well, 66 is another milestone in people's heads. And, and what that is, that's, a, that's, that's full retirement age to collect your Social Security. You know, so if you were born between 1943 and 1954, you're el eligible to collect full Social Security benefits. However, if you were born you know, 1955 to 1959, your full social, so your full retirement age spans between 66 and two months and 66 and 10 months. I'm, you know, I'm born in 1971, Tony. So mine currently says 67, you know, and, and yep. all of those things. And, and That's again, mine as well. You're a young pup though. I am You're a young pup, a you know, yeah, yeah I, I feel old, you know, with three daughters, but I am young. <laughs> um, but anyways, but that's kind of how, how people think, oh, I'm going to retire at 66. Again, a lot of these milestones are some of these ages. Tony, I can't stress this enough. You know, don't get it in your head that just because, you know, you, you think Social Security is 66, that that's when you retire. We have several, we have tons of people that retire before that um, and still retire and then take Social Security after they retire, even, even years down the road. Get an yep. income plan in place. If you have an income plan, this stuff isn't a mystery anymore, and you're not you're not beholden to, to stuff like this. Yeah, that's a good point, and I think that's a great point to end on. Our time is up for this week's show. Thanks for going over these milestones uh, with myself and our listeners today, Rob. Perfect. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? No, I would say just give us a call. You know, the the you know the more information you have, the better off you're going to be. You can call us at six three zero seven eight zero. 1099. And like I said, it doesn't matter the time of day that you're listening to the show. Just leave your name and number. Someone will get back in touch with you. And and uh, and what they'll do is they'll they'll find a time you come in and you'll meet with me personally, one-on-one -on -one with me. And we'll sit down for a half hour, 45 minutes and kind of see, you know, is there something we can help you with or, or answer some of these questions for you? All right. Even if you just want to talk hockey or, or make yes. fun of the fact that Rob is Canadian, come in and see him. <laughs> I mean, it's it's all part of the fun, right? I 100% agree. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for today's episode of Ready, Aim, Retire with our host, Rob Kirby. Thank you for listening to Ready, Aim, Retire. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Rob Kirvin at Advanced Planning Advisors, Inc. Call 630-780-1099 or visit their website at apadvisors.net. 
All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Robert Kirvin offers investment advisory services through Gradient Advisors, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 877-885-0508. An SEC-registered investment advisor. Gradient Advisors, LLC and its advisors do not render tax, legal, or accounting advice. Advanced Planning Advisors, Inc. is not a registered investment advisor and is not an affiliated of Gradient Advisors, LLC. Insurance products and services are offered through P. Robert Kirvin, independent agent. P. Robert Kirvin and Gradient Advisors, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.